It started as a conversation with my family around the dinner table in 2011. We were discussing the Arctic Refuge, a topic that we are all familiar with. We had been to the refuge in 2008 on a week-long camping trip. The drive up there was filled with the buzzing of our excitement as well as the increasing number of mosquitoes. I imagined that there would be gates to drive through, maybe a sign that said, welcome, you are now entering the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Instead, we parked next to a lake and started walking. Even though it rained the whole time that we were there and I was eaten alive by the mosquitoes, I wasn't miserable. In fact, I was perfectly content with how real and how big and how alive everything was. It was stunning. And camping trips like these weren't uncommon to me and my family. My parents are both avid nature enthusiasts and my father is an environmental lawyer. They raised my sister and I like flowers. Lots of dirt, lots of water, lots of sunlight. My passion for the outdoors grew as I saw more of it. So, when our conversation around the dinner table turned to the Arctic Refuge, my ears perked up. My father mentioned that the federal government was making decisions based on whether uh, they should allow drilling in the Arctic Refuge's coastal plain. And this concerned me. I couldn't just sit by and watch as my refuge was put on the line. I wanted to do something about this, but what could I do? I was only 11 years old in sixth grade. So I asked my dad, and he said that I could write a letter to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. They were creating a new management plan that uh, was including a comment section, and I could submit my letter. So I sat down at the dinner table with a piece of lined paper in my hand and a pencil in my hand, or a piece of paper on the table and a pencil in my hand, and I started writing. Dear Fish and Wildlife Service, we support protecting formal refuge uh, in the wilderness, or formal wilderness in the refuge. The refuge is one of the last great wildernesses. There, the animals thrive in natural homes. We need to protect the land and wildlife so that the lovers of them can continue to come. That reason is simply one of the many others there are. Some people haven't been able to see the glory of the refuge. Many want to. For those that have, hold it in a special place in their hearts. These comments are submitted by the following people of Alaska. But I mean, I was in sixth grade and there was a lot of grammatical errors and spelling errors and commas in weird places, but I think I got the point across. But I wasn't just satisfied with this. I wanted to do more for the refuge. I wanted more people to know about this huge issue. So I asked my dad if I could bring it into my class to get some of my friends to sign it. He said yes, and I brought it in the next day. I walked into school really excited and I brought it to my teachers first to see if maybe they wanted to sign it. But they saw my letter and they got really concerned. And this was confusing. They even had to bring it to the principal's office. And I, I couldn't understand this. My teachers at Bowman Elementary had always taught me to speak my mind about issues that mattered a lot to me. And I never thought that people wouldn't want to hear them. But they came back a couple minutes later and told me that I couldn't get any signatures on school grounds or during school hours. And this was still really confusing, but I, I wasn't going to fight the system on this one. So I let it be. Uh, they let me read my letter to the class and then suggested that everyone go home and talk to their parents about the Arctic Refuge and drilling before signing my letter, and I was okay with this. But I came into school the next day, and now I was really excited. I had a new pen in my pocket, and I was totally convinced it was going to run out of ink with all the signatures that I was going to get. But I walked into class, and my stomach sank. There was a boy standing there whose father worked with the oil industry. He was wearing a collared shirt and had a white plastic three-ring three binder in his hands. We had a class discussion, but it quickly turned into a debate. Me and the wilderness versus Nick and Big Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, and, 
Nicholas's white binder contained graphs and formula, or figures about oil spills and cleanups, about how much money drilling makes and how beneficial it would be for our economy. Every time he spouted out a number from a par graph or pie graph or a bar graph or a line graph, my stomach sank a little bit more and my heart beat a little bit faster. I tried to drown out his voice by chomping on my pretzels loudly. It didn't work. I wasn't prepared to this. I was completely blindsided by Nicholas's binder and his preparation. I had nothing to defend the Arctic Refuge with other than my heart and soul telling me that this mattered a great deal to people, even if they never see the refuge. I don't think the rest of the class listened very much, no matter how loudly I chomped on my pretzels or how many numbers Nick spouted. But there we were, two little 11-year-olds who were fighting with the support of our parents who were acting on behalf of some of the largest industries in the world. We could both feel the power, and we were both insanely proud of our parents and who we were and what we were fighting for, and neither one of us was going to give up. The rest of the class day uh, left in a blur and passed in a blur, and I remember standing outside, not on school grounds, of course, and after school, and <laughs> I was trying to warm up my pen in between my hands because it was November and it was cold outside and the ink wouldn't run right. And of course, there was no table outside, so we, couldn't, we didn't have anything to sign it on, so the people that wanted to sign my letter had to sign on my hand, and their signatures didn't come across quite smoothly, but I could still feel the power, and I knew that what I was doing was right. And I know that the school made it a lot harder for me to get these signatures, but I was insanely proud of how I still was getting them. I could tell that I was doing something big. I realize now that this passion for wilderness has always been inside of me. My father has the same one, and sometimes he struggles with his. He spends long hours in front of his desk working hard on his computer, and I'm outside playing in the snow in the winter, building tree forts in the summer. Sometimes I kind of want to be like him. I want to devote my whole life to protecting the wilderness for future generations to come. But other times, I kind of just want to get out there and see up close and explore all these places that he's working so hard to protect. Oh, and by the way, I got three signatures on my letter. Thank you. <laughs>